Hey, this is Tony Soprano, and you're listening to Jersey Boys Podcast with your hosts, Dave Sturgio and the Ernst Boys. I mean, I could give a shit about the Cowboys. We're in New Jersey. These guys got balls being Cowboys fans in Jersey. Anyways, enjoy. Well, whatever. How about this, What's going on, everybody? Ladies and gentlemen, the Dallas Cowboys are now 2-0 and officially on the road to the Super Bowl. <laughs> it's Dave Sturgeo. It is nationally known comedian Brett Ernst and, of course, America's favorite Grinch, <laughs> Grinch Ernst, a.k.a. America's fan Keith Ernst. Fellas, the Cowboys are 2-0. and It's a it's a very good, if, on paper, if you want to look at it on paper, if you're a box score guy, the Cowboys go and win another game, 30-10. to Nice little score ski there. And then if you tally up the first two weeks the combined score of 70 to 10 right now so the dallas cowboys are looking pretty good and of course we're as real as it gets over here on the jersey boys podcast we're trying to decipher uh if this team is for real or not and we don't know yet it's only two weeks in so we'll figure it all out but first we'll start off brett how do you feel another 30 to 10 win over uh, a team where you predicted that they would you know take them by two touchdowns which obviously is the case um but overall, your your knee-jerk reaction to the Cowboys being now 2-0 and in convincing fashion. I mean, it's better than being 0-2 and 1-1. and That's math. Um, what, what I would, you know, uh, I got a lot to say to this podcast, bro. And um, <laughs> I'm ready. We're ready for this one. I, 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 I love the new offense that we implemented. I think it's perfect for Dak. You know, people forget, and Dak is a rhythm quarterback. You know what I mean? And when when you get these small outs and these passes and we're running more, which is great. I mean, we're balanced. Um, you know, he can get into a rhythm more. And I, I just liked it. I, I slow and steady, just wear him down. Like he said, our time of possession was like 46 minutes to like 10. And, yeah. you know, we were firing on all cylinders, the, the play calling, special teams. I mean, look, uh, I think you 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 tweet uh, not tweeted it, but said, what, seven in a row? Yeah, that was from or Patrick kicker? Walker. He, yeah, Patrick Walker put out, said this is the first time in Dallas Cowboys history that a uh, kicker has come in on a new team on the Cowboys and made his first seven field goals. So, again, that was one of our biggest, like, what are we going to do about kicker? You know, and all of a sudden, well, I mean, Aubrey's again, looking okay. It's only two games, sure. right? And we can't be crowning champions and Crown. doing that stuff. But I mean, you know, I think this offense is perfect and we're balanced. And let me tell you something else, man. Rico, what, dude? He runs hard, man. He's got some and he's burst. got he's got a he's got a burst of speed too, man. I mean, you know, I like I, I liked it a lot. And yeah. we got and we got little Deuce in the open field. That's what we need to do. Let him run. We did. Um, we did do a lot of, you know, there was some them deuce sightings early. Uh, I did get a text from my dad. Um, you know, it was deuce was in there and then it was like a handoff, another handoff run to uh, Turpin. And my dad did one of those, like, I guess everybody has to play. <laughs> right? So he was like, he just, he wasn't in favor of all the shifting parts uh, that early, but look, it worked out. Uh, Keith, um, Obviously, there's a, a lot of people out there right now, uh, and I have a lot to say about it as well, but I'll, I'll get your opinion first on how the Cowboys went out there. Um, they put it on a very good defense. Um, they, it's they an elite defense. It's it it elite is a good defense. defense. Uh, obviously, Sauce Gardner, <laughs> he, he took to Twitter uh, and then deleted his Twitter because he got flamed for it. Um, but he basically said that all of C.D. Lamb's amazing production out of that day 
only one ball was thrown his way and he deflected it or whatever, almost took it to the house or whatever. Um, but overall, how do you feel, I guess, getting out of there relatively unscathed, no injuries really to go nuts about other than the fact Zach Martin came out for maintenance. You know, we're, we're looking like we could get everybody back going forward. Yeah, no, it was, um, it's, it's weird because the, you know, what I said before about the quarterbacks, you know, the one, the quarterback who makes the least mistakes is going to win. You did say that. Yeah. And, you know, Zach Wilson seemed to make quite a few of them. Right. Would you say? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And, you know, the the first thing I want to say. What's that? That's not a bold prediction. A bold prediction is us winning by two, two touchdowns. (laughs) No, Brett. No, you're the greatest. We know that. (laughs) Everybody knows you're the greatest. Okay, so you add your five minutes to talk, Mr. Spotlight. Can I have mine now? I'm you. I'm you. All right, calm down. The Grinch. Hey, how am I the quarterback that makes the less mistakes in the defense that holds and the offense that scores? That's not always true. For example, uh, week one, 2020, uh, Dak Prescott threw three interceptions. Tom Brady threw one, and we still lost the game. No, bro, I'm breaking your balls. Relax, (laughs) Grinch. That actually didn't make any sense. It didn't make any sense. It's all right. right. (laughs) He was on a roll. He's trying. He's like, here I go. I'm going to spit this stat. Watch this stat. (laughs) Try again. (laughs) One thing that um, was impressive, though, was obviously our first drive. Mm. But for that was a good time for McCarthy to show off what he's been doing in training camp and his offensive play calling. Because I don't know if you guys saw that stat that – only one team has driven for a touchdown on the first drive against the Jets in the last 16 games. Really? That's crazy. That is and we and people were complaining that, including myself, when I'm like, why don't we kick it off for it? We we chose to get the ball. I know. I was and kind of I was I was a little iffy about that too. I was like, why can't we just go but you know, same scheme we as know, last we, week? We know we were gonna get after Zach Wilson. You know what I mean? I mean we but he's like, give us the ball. And I'm like, well, all right. And then that. He drove right down the field, mostly with runs, mostly with the play calling that's reminiscent of 2016. Um, and we scored a touchdown. And we, you know, that that right there was like, okay, that is the first time I've seen in the last, I don't know how many seasons, this is a different offense. And this might be a different team that I'm seeing right now. Okay. And of course, you know, of course, if Sauce Gardner intercepts the ball and returns it, it's a different game. But, you know, stop that. You know, it, it, there's yeah, there's, if your aunt had balls, it'd be your every, own, you know? every quarterback goes through those. Everyone, people are draw. I'm watching the games last night. So many quarterbacks are getting lucky. You know, sometimes you got to get lucky, you know, and um, overall, like I meant, no, it was very impressive. I meant, look, I know what the defense can do. My eyes on the offense. And I, I felt that they, you know, they did drift away from their game plan. It seemed what do we scored out of seven of 10 possessions, I think. Yeah, I mean, there was a couple. There's a couple where you felt like I even, you know, I was texting you guys. I was like, look, I was right back on the field. You know, like there was a couple three and outs where I was just like, what, what, what happened? Why, got, why would you trying go away stuff now? out? They're I trying get it. To- I get it. I come down on the Jets' offensive coordinator and offense as well because I don't know how the hell. And Brees Hall is right. I don't know yeah. how he just gets four touches. I don't. Four touches. Yeah, I don't know. That's it, dude. Like. He's the best player on your offense. Well, you get the ball. I know we bottled him up in that, but you got to design well, plays. Well, not even that, Keith. What about the fact that, like, you know, w- when you become down early, and I know it wasn't a blowout at first, but like, 
if you're down, you're playing from behind, like nine times out of 10, you're not going to, you're going to kind of, these teams, uh, young coaches specifically, I think, and Robert Salah is now an example of this. I feel like young coaches get away from the run quicker than normal because they're like, oh shit, we got to make up some ground here. And then we got to have Zach Wilson, the guy that we didn't even expect to be starting this game, start slinging it around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. And then, and then, you know, you, and it's what it was 18 10 at halftime. And that's, the, you know, that's another thing everyone's like, oh, you know, that, that drive Zach Wilson had, that's the only drive he really had. And it was before the half when we were in like a prevent. Think about yeah. it. I mean, he had the touchdown if Demarcus Lawrence didn't hit him, but we were in a totally different defense on that, well, on that drive before the half, which well, I think, hate when teams do that. By the I way. know. Well, think about it like this. What if, what if, uh, you know, uh, Garrett Wilson doesn't break one on a slant route. We win that game 30 to three. You know what I mean? So it's like, that's one big play. And, and the Steelers yeah. show that they have that ability that, you know, a lot of these teams have this one big play ability, especially with Dude, honestly, as soon as you said that, that's what I thought of. It's like the Steelers and the jets had almost a similar kind of offense. They had one big play to pick into the, the Steelers mm -hmm. and they had the one uh, quick to uh Gabe, whatever that was name is on the jets. Garrett Wilson, yeah. this, I don't want to talk about the Steelers, but Oh my God, that offense is awful. <laughs> Yeah, that, that was that was uh, that was brutal to watch uh, last night. But what wasn't brutal to watch, Brett, is the play of Micah Parsons. Now, you've watched a lot of football. You've played a lot of football. Um, I understand that it's two games in and no, nobody wants to go crowning anybody. You just said that in your open. But when you're watching Micah Parsons get off that ball and you're watching him pursue that quarterback, have you ever in your life seen anybody with this amount of talent? Well, um, yeah. I mean, Derek Thomas, LT, I mean, it's, again, it's early in the career to make the comparisons, but uh, the, the thing with uh, with Micah and what Dan Quinn's doing is he, he's a walk-around player, man. And what that means is he's not lining up. He's in different places. It's really hard to count for him. Right. If he if he's lining up in, in a B gap or he's coming, he's coming off the edge or if he's back in as a linebacker position or he's blitzing. I mean, they got him walking around. So, you know, it's 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 really hard to to defend against a player like that, especially the way I mean, again, I didn't know he played running back. Yeah. You know, I, I didn't like know that. Play. I mean, the guy is, you know, he's just he's so damn fast that, you know, especially on the stunts. I mean, you know, you, you I, I don't know if it was. the Yeah. Was it was it it was Zach where he was lined up at the end. And then came around <laughs> and then came around through the middle on a stunt that he's just so damn fast. And, yeah. uh, you know, it's, it's just hard to defend a player like that. You know, um, it, it, you got to credit Dan Quinn for this man. And, and not to mention our safeties. I mean, dude, we, you know, we're, we're all over the place. The, the one chink in the armor, which the Jets did expose on that Wilson. Was it Wilson that scored the touchdown to the Jets, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. If we're in man coverage a lot, you know, it, it's it's hard to uh, defend against, like, you know, like that touchdown, that one big play um, off a missed tackle. I mean, that that's kind of what you're exposing when when you when you're when you're running um in all those stunts and online like that. We're we were in man a lot, so you know that's that's uh, something. But then you know, you get a walk around player like, like Micah, it's, it's just hard to defend, bro. Yeah. I mean, and, and I think at the end of the game, 
it was almost as if they were just trying different combinations. Like there was a couple times where Michael was lined up next to Demarcus Lawrence. And I was like, how are you going to defend? Like, that is not like, imagine being Zach Wilson and his poor mom, who's probably out there just getting slammed on. <laughs> but like you got Zach Wilson's mother out there saying like, my poor baby is about to get destroyed. And like, that's well, all he I was there. But we, we, we stopped. I mean, they barely ran, but I mean, 36 yards was Zach Wilson. <laughs> I know. What, what Dude. Zach Wilson. Wait, 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 wait. She's worried about Zach Zach Wilson getting destroyed, you said? Yeah. I'll destroy Zach Wilson. God! Jesus Christ! (laughs) Christ! Come on, Edit that out. Edit that out. (laughs) Jesus Christ. As I I have to... Oh, my God. All right. I'm just jotting down the the timestamp there because that one's just not going to make air. Um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so it looks like I like Keith's feeling some sort of way, and that's fine. Um, but anyway, so so obviously Michael Parsons has himself a day. Um, uh, Keith, mm-hmm. any alarming feelings about the fact that, yes, we're seeing an offense that we haven't seen in a long time as far as methodical, good play calling. Um, are you worried about execution on some of these plays because of the fact that we settled for Brandon Automatic Aubrey uh, field goals? I mean, he hit a bunch of them the other day. Are you worried about that, or you just think that like the Jets are actually a stout defense, and that's why maybe you know a couple of them came up short? Because that's something that Dak definitely addressed in the post game. He said, "Man, we left a shit ton out there. Uh, we should have been scoring touchdowns. That's what we want, obviously. I mean, it's quarterback speak, but in overall, like, th- is that something that kind of alarms you at all? No, I, I felt that Aubrey Maddock once again was amazing. <laughs> um, I, I meant what you like you said, first seven field goals ever made as a Dallas Cowboys kicker. Uh, and another interesting thing you you texted, but I don't think you said it on the show, was who's the other one? The the, the first cowboy you said the other cowboy kicker to uh, to miss an extra point, his first time he ever kicked. Dan, Dan Bailey. Bailey. Yeah, yeah. Dan Bailey wound up with like a ninety four percent. That's what I mean. So hopefully yeah. we have another Dan Bailey. Yeah, I mean, look, hand, right? again, this is now, you know, Jerry Jones is going to walk around like Conor McGregor, like, I found this old bitch yeah, yeah, in the yeah. USFL, and y'all thought I was stupid, right? It's like, okay, great, Jerry, you found a kicker. But um, no, I was going to say that, no, but as far as the scoring goes, I think that, and like, I, I, actually, I was reading this that on Dallas Cowboys' website that, you know, McCarthy has plays that he's not using yet if he doesn't have to. And I know that sounds crazy, but I think he felt like a field goal is good here. Our defense is going to hold them. A field goal is good here. Well, I think there are going to be times where different plays are going to be called down there, and maybe we go for it on fourth down, depending on the team. Um, but with this team, I think kicking those field goals and, and and making those play calls before we kick the field goals was the right move, if that makes well, sense. Yeah, well, I was telling my brother uh, during the, the Giants game the same thing, almost like the same thing we were doing here against the uh, against the Jets was that now, the more the more field goals you start compiling, those are possessions now all of a sudden. You know what I mean? And, like, you're looking at the time. You're looking at the clock. You're looking at the clock management. And you're like, the Jets got to get the ball, not, let alone score. They got to get four more possessions now somehow with 12 minutes to go. And then Dallas is also has to go blank and never score again. You know what I mean? So it's like yeah. they're, they're, pushing, they're pushing it down the field enough to the point where they're like, okay, we're already up eight. Let's If we make this 11 now, you know what I mean? Now you're looking at uh, – Three score game, you know what I mean? So it's or two, whatever, two point conversion ship, whatever. But what I'm saying is, I think that they knew that every time they went down there, no matter what, they were going to come out with some kind of points, and that just bodes well for the defense. It's just well rested. Yeah, for sure. So, no, that's that's the bet. Yeah, I mean, no, 
I had, I mean, this was another game where I don't think any of us, I wasn't, I mean, I obviously were a little nervous before, but like during the game, it's just, you knew we were going to win this game. I think that's click in the defense was even if that pick six went, you knew we were still going to win that game. And you know what's funny? And no, and this is again, maybe it's a testament to me getting older, or maybe just I, I maybe I'm feeling as if a different way about this team. When Garrett Wilson takes it to the house, old Sturch would be throwing plasma TVs through windows, right? But I was just like, eh, you know what? That's fine. It's fine. You know, you know like, why though? We're gonna go out there and win. You know, like we're gonna go out there and score points. But you know why, Sturch? Yeah, exactly. Because if you look at the Denver game a, f- a couple years ago when that was happening, our offense wasn't doing shit. Right. 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 Our offense is actually producing. So it's just like, okay, we got this. Now, our offense wasn't doing anything before that, Garrett, or whatever that, what's his name again? The, well, the, Garrett Wilson, yeah. Before that touchdown, then you'd mm-hmm. be like, oh, man, we're in trouble. Yeah, because if Dak was struggling through a pick or something like exactly. that, then you'd be like, oh, yeah. man, it's not his game. But exactly. Like Brett said, the tempo, uh, the play calling, everything is looking on the well, upward. The, the other thing right. that, that we're doing really well, and, I, I mean, again, these are little things that I noticed. We're getting the plays in quick, man. And, yes. um, <clears throat> you know, with with the substitutions coming in and the plays already called, again, it's giving Dak – it's giving him a rhythm. Romo, um, Romo made know. mention of that to, uh, on the broadcast. He said, look how fast right. they're getting in and out of the huddle. Like, look how fast – like, they're not – it's like substitutions, boop, 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 you're on the line already. And now you have a chance to make your adjustments at the line. See, again, and, and I called this – I forget when we were talking about it, and uh, and then we we touched on it on on this on the beginning of this when I made the analogy between the NBA team us losing the gold mm-hmm. is when you're getting back to basics in football, and um, you know, like running is everything. I mean, you, you got to keep them on their toes, and uh, again, doing those quick passes, running the ball, getting the plays in. This is basic football. And, you know, you don't have to complicate it, especially with Dak. Just just let him get in a rhythm and and just, you know, and we got the weapons too. And, you know, people forget we, we had no Brandon Cooks this game. No. And the other thing that I loved, and if I was giving out a uh, uh, a trophy for the most valuable player, our offensive line, and if you think about it, with Bass in there too. Now, I know he had one blown play. But that kid played amazing, man. And, and that's a, our that's offensive line front. was playing great. They defensive line great. of the Jets are the defensive line of the Jets are, are nobody to slouch. There's no slouching right. there. So, you know what I mean? Go ahead. Speak, speaking of that, if I had one play, my top play of the game. Top play of the game. Yeah. Okay. The most impressive play of the game. All right. Is 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 badass, batty ass. Oh, dude, that's two weeks in a row he's doing this shit. For him to run down the field, especially you see Pollard stop running. All these other players are running, and you just see him running. And then he recovers that fumble for CeeDee Lamb. That could have – and even Romo was like, that defensive back would have picked that up and scored a touchdown on that. Yeah, of course. I mean, he had open field. If 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 Batty has – that's how you say it, right, Batty? Biotish. 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 Badass. We call him badass. Yeah, he's a badass around here. Yeah, if he if he I mean if he doesn't fall on that, but him hustling down the field like that, that's I mean that you don't see that for offensive again, line at and, all. And again, that's two weeks in a row. You know what I mean? Like he's been he, there, or at least the Dallas Cowboys he, offensive line has been there as soon as like something goes wrong. These are, and the these ball are, bounces into the gut. It's like what? But you know what? These though? are the little things. These are the little things yeah. that but 
the most impressive part of that too, to me is they were the offense was on the field most of the time. I know. So they're supposed so to be gas. Like, like he was literally busting his batty ass, right? <laughs> and the whole time, and you would think on a plane, oh, I'm going to take, oh, it's good. You know, I'll take a break here. No, he just shoots down the field. And that was awesome, man. Again, that's, that's ba- the football in football. You're supposed to be downfield. That's what offensive linemen mm-hmm. are supposed to do. And, mm-hmm. and again, these are the basics, the little things and on how you win games. And, you know, like Keith brought up with time of possession, okay, um, limiting penalties, winning in the takeovers, uh, being – you know, you ever hear that expression, there's no such thing as luck? Sure. It's when op- uh, opportunity meets preparedness. It's the same thing in football. When you're hustling and you're, and you're going downfield, you're there to make those plays. And, and again, these are the little things that Dallas is doing right these first two games – that we haven't seen in a while. The other thing I love is, and this was a point I was going to bring up, is this is a player-led leadership team. And when when you look at, uh, and what that means is like a lot of times people look to the head coach, but these players are motivating. They're motivating each other. That's where the hustle comes in, right? So when, when you have Dak going in a press conference, well, you know what though? We left a lot on the field. We had five field goals when we should have at least put one or two in the end zone. That's a player-led leadership team. Okay. And and getting back to Micah, that all stems from guys like Micah Parsons that is on the defensive side of the ball saying, I don't want defensive MVP. I want league MVP. I want this team. We're playing for each other. And when you listen to the sounds of the sidelines, which I fucking love, can't get in that and the way these players are in each other's face, on each other's side, playing for each other. And we saw a lot of that last year with the running backs and with the tight end room. Um, you know, you, you want a player-led leadership team, and, and you're seeing that a lot too. And, and, and all the little things come together. All the details come together. Again, yeah. we're 2-0. and It's better than being 1-1 and and 0-2. Correct. But and if, look. If we keep this going – um, you know, I think, I think, you know, and and also let's, let's keep it real. We haven't played the two best offenses either. No, no, we have not, but you know, I mean, what? If, if Aaron Rodgers was there or, or even any other quarterback, an average quarterback for the jets, it would have been more of a test. Well, but, I kind of, I kind of think the almost, almost the opposite way, Keith, because it's like when, when Zach Wilson got under duress, he rushed for 36 yards. Aaron Rodgers isn't rushing for 36 yards. No Aaron, like, chance. like we talk about, his release is so quick. No, I get that part. He's not holding the ball that long. That's true. Yeah, true. Dude, I get yeah, that yeah. part. Now, there's no comparison. Now, there's speaking no comparison. of comparison, um, you know, but, a but lot then of then again, Keith, mm-hmm. he 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 would still have Mike in his face. No, he <laughs> would. Yeah. Yeah. Like I mean, look, no, I'm not look, and there's still it's still in the NFL, and those are still offenses, and both and the Jets were still one and all, which is annoying me when they're like, Oh, you didn't play anyone. Didn't that team just beat the beat the bills. Yeah. And you know, and, so no, I'm not, I'm not saying that it's impressive, but I mean, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, what is a high what's, looking at our schedule? What is the most high powered offense coming our way? The Eagles? No, the 49ers week five. 49ers. Offense. Yeah. You think they have a high power? I guess. I, don't they, know. I mean, they got a lot of weapons over there, but I, I the, the, the biggest problem I have now are those same fans that are bringing out the whole, Oh, the Cowboys are two and Oh, here come their fan bait. Like, it's those 
people that are actually the ones talking the most shit that as if we're the ones saying Super Bowl. We're not saying Super Bowl. We are happy as pigs and shit for winning two games, a combined score of 70 to 10. Tell me another NFL team that's done that. And guess what? I'll show you that they're also celebrating and they're also happy about this. Those same fans, the New York Giants fans in specific, are the ones saying you played a B-League Jets team. Meanwhile, they're puffing their chests out from being down 28-7 and coming all the way back to play and beat the Arizona Cardinals. The Arizona Cardinals went into that game with one mission, lose. <laughs> okay, there's no shot in hell that the Arizona Cardinals are even remotely trying. But, yeah, uh, but yeah, what do you mean? That drives me crazy when you say that. They want to win. Arizona wants to win. Okay, what? hear me out. I know, I know, I'm, but that's just what I'm talking it. about. No, 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 okay. I'm talking about Please this. Explain that to me. My, because- my explanation is perfect. Okay. The the players do not tank. Every single player that puts on a uniform wants to win a football game. There's okay. no doubt in my mind. Now, okay. it's up to the GM and the head coach to put skilled personnel on the field to win right. those games. What okay. the Cardinals did after they realized that Kyler Murray was not going to play for the first month and a half of the season and maybe not even at all this season based off of contracts and rumors and stuff going around right now that if he gets hurt again, they're guaranteed money and all this other shit. So there's a chance that Kyler Murray never sees the field. All right. They had, Colt McCoy, they had Colt McCoy, who's known the offense for the last five years as the backup quarterback. He's not anywhere of, right now, by the way. Well, that's fine. But at, out of nowhere, right. out of nowhere, they cut him. And off the street, they bring in Josh Dobbs, the same quarterback we went against when Tennessee didn't even want to go with Malik Willis last year. The Cardinals are not trying. They traded away Hopkins for a yeah. bag of balls. They let J.J. Let me, walk, let me, walk out let the door. Buda Baker, Buda Baker was just put on IR yesterday, their best safety out of nowhere. Like, guys, it's okay. very apparent, and it Hold should on. be. It's actually criminal. It's Hold really on. criminal. Come on. All right, first of all, you, no. you're saying, that you, do you think a head coach is going to put his – hold on – his name and his history on the line for a team that can fire him in two in two years. That's if that if that team goes zero and sixteen, you think that head coach wants that under his name? No. Well, However, do one, better, do one better to him. Wait, hold on, Sturch. Why would they jump up so big if they wanted to lose? To make yeah, it look I like don't... they're no, no, no. To make it look like they're they're fucking look. The Giants what? are shit. The Giants Spielberg, are shit. Spielberg directing this movie you're talking about? I mean, what are you saying? You got, listen, you got laughing. That's fine. I, I, I'll tell, I'll take all the smoke. I understand that you guys don't believe in this shit. But what I will say is this. When they fired their head coach, keep in mind, their head coach, who is now living on an island, banging all the women that he wants, right? That dude is doing his own thing, living his life, right? He's the one who said, I don't want Josh Rosen. I want Kyler Murray. And Kyler Murray got in there, and that's your quarterback. Now you have a brand-new head coach that's probably saying, you know what, I don't want Kyler Murray. That's not my guy. So how do you get the next best star in the league? You finish dead fucking last. That's how you do it. Stop, start, stop. All right, all right. There's no conspiracy here. The the reason you made the argument that they they gave the game away, yeah, because there was a lot of mistakes and, and there wasn't a lot of discipline there. But at the same time, they wouldn't jump ahead so big. I mean, they're only they, they still want to win, man. They yeah, look, yeah. Look, I don't, look, I don't. Yeah, the, the giant. Look, you watch. You guys both watch. Good. You guys both watch the Giants play Week One, right? Yeah, the yeah. Giants, the same Giants team that scored zero points, right, in an okay. NFL game. You're okay. telling me that the Giants should have went out there. There was no reason ever for the Giants to be trailing in that game, let alone twenty eight seven. So something's up. No, nothing's up. They oh, they. Man. <laughs> All right, that's fine. I, I, I'm not going to win this argument with you guys. That's fine. That's well, fine. I have my opinion. That's fine. 
It's all yeah, good. But, so you're basically saying that the Arizona Cardinals jumped ahead big so they could lose? Watch the second half of the game. Watch the second half. So many, to so many teams before. When if a 21-point deficit out of or, nowhere in the second yes, half? Or, or you ever think of this, Sturch? The Giants are a good team. They just got to get it together. All right, and, and, and to come back from that shows a lot of character. And and, and, listen, and now man, you sound like and now you sound like a Giants fan, which is fine. They're saying the same thing. They're like, oh well, man, when you come back, what, when you come back right. from games like that, if that's, you had that, to pick, that's defining. If you had to pick and say, okay, the Giants are a good team that are that are trying to figure it out, and they figured it out in the second half. Arizona's not a good team. They jumped ahead. They played mistake football in the second half. Okay, mm -hmm. or. They just said, hey, guys, let's tank the second half. What, no, what do you think the, the more likely scenario? The scenario is that the Giants played well, right? And then they went out and they ran them out of uh, out of their own stadium. But what I will say is this. I said, and I'm not just saying this after the Giants game. I said this three weeks ago, four weeks ago, when they decided to make the move at quarterback and make all these shifty moves right before the season started. I was like, wait a minute, hold the fuck on. Like, why, why is all this happening right now with Arizona? All of a sudden, their biggest threat is James Conner, who's barely touching the ball, I feel like. You know what I mean? And then you have Marquise, uh, whatever, Hollywood Brown. He ain't getting the ball. Why? Because Josh Dobbs is your quarterback. So all I'm saying is this, and I said this four weeks ago, I said that the Cardinals are going to nationally show their hand early, and they have. They have, 100%. I don't care how fucking hard, how, how hard they played in the beginning. To me, all right, let me, now to me, tanking, if you're going to tank, you don't let a team go up 28-7, first of all, Okay. That's ridiculous. Number secondly, the first game they even played well. I don't think they got your memo. No, no, no. Well, you're right. You're right, bro. Why? What, I know they, the listen, word, if he, they got destroyed, if they got destroyed, the let's let's call it how it is. If they got destroyed by thirty or more, both games, you'd be like, oh my god, this team is atrocious. You would have an yeah. You would have a legit. I still wouldn't believe it, but you would have a legit argument. And now, this now that no they've been now. now that they've been a little competitive, I feel like. People are going to just forget about it. They're like, well, you know, they they were up big on the Giants. And, oh, well, you know, they they gave the Redskins a run. No, they didn't. They didn't. And then ne never they once did, did I think, never once did I think, even up 28-7, that that game was going to play out the way it played out. Right. So so let me explain why that happened. Then we can I'm not trying on. to argue. Okay? I'm just trying I'll to tell you, you how I'll I feel. I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. Sure. The NFL is, we know how funny it is. When you think a team is going to win, and you're like, oh, you're going to win. You better not lose this game. Brett said that to one of our, our best friends, Sebastian. We talked to him on Saturday. Brett's like, hey, I know you guys are going to win. You're going to have no problem this Sunday. You better not lose. When you put that mentality into a team, they come out the way the Giants came out. A good so, example – hold on. good example is last season, we were 17-point favorites over the Houston Texans. We won that game in the last minute. We were down the whole fucking game because – that was happening. Oh, you should beat them. Oh, they suck. Oh, this, that, that. So then the team comes out flat. The Giants woke up and they said, "Look, this is our fucking season. Let's let's get this together." There was no, there was there was nothing. Giants are a better fair, team. Fair, but, fair. But the cards are the cards. The head coach is trying, and the team is trying. Whether they're sure. good or not is another story. They're just a bad team, Sturch. I mean, look, and, I'm cool find with a that. way to win. Bad teams find a way to lose. Now, now, I, now that we're kind of like over the Jets, right? And we, you know, yeah. obviously, there's a lot of there's a lot of cool things to take away from that game. Maybe a couple play calls where we're like, eh, that didn't really look that great. Fine, still, it's a thirty to ten win. Now come these said Cardinals. So now, Keith, if for whatever reason, right, the Cowboys are two and zero, America's on notice. Brett texted us yesterday. 
Cowboys are number one in the power rankings, right? I know power rankings don't mean shit until the Cowboys are number one. Then you're like, yeah, fuck yeah, we're number one. I can't can't either. I'm not a big fan of the power. Listen, guys, it's a week-to-week thing. Even bringing up past seasons, it's a different team. I understand that. And I agree. They mean nothing. Correct. But 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 what I'm saying is this. What if, or do you look at this game? Because I'm the only one on Twitter. Everybody's like, well, look, Cowboys are 2-0. Well, look at this. They got the Cardinals. Well, 3-0. I'm the only one saying, like, yo, hold on. Like but why would you say that? But why? Because of what I just saw. It's it's not. It's well, you, see, you shouldn't worry about it. I mean, this should be an easy game for the cards to tank. Well, that's the thing. Maybe they don't. And maybe if, and maybe it's just one of those struggling games where we're going to take to the last second, like the Texans last year. Maybe it could be one of those, right? But if that happens, I'm, I'm going back to the Cowboys now. Fuck the Cardinals. If that well, happens the to the Cowboys, if, the, if it happens to the Cowboys where we get off to a sl- uh, slow, sluggish start and things are like, wait, come on, this is the Cardinals. They just got their... The, their ass is kicked in the second half of the giant game and they lost their, their two game losers. They have no talent. They're, they're, they're just not a good football team. Why would this happen to the Cowboys? So basically what I want to ask you, as I put a bow on all of that, like should the Cowboys run over this team, considering the giants who we just kicked the shit out of two weeks ago. Right. And then we put it on the jets yesterday, two days ago, right? The Cowboys are playing very good complimentary football. Should they be able to just go out there and beat the brakes off a very no. bad Cardinals team? No. Why? Because the main reason why is these, and I'll say it again, these are the greatest athletes in America. Okay, you have a team and you have a locker room of NFL players saying what you're saying right now. And I'm talking about the Cardinals. Look at this fucking guy, Sturch. He won't shut the fuck up. <laughs> He's saying that that we're going to get ran over. He's saying this. Nobody believes in us. Nobody believes. You say that to grown-ass men that are that are the biggest athletes in the world. They're going to come out swinging. And I can't tell you how many times that's happened in the NFL. Do you believe so, in Bolton? No, there, Do is you no believe- there is none of that. We still don't deserve that kind of respect that you want to give us. We don't. I'm not, I'm not giving anybody anything. I'm happy well, about we, two wins. <laughs> I mean, we've, we've lost to Marcus Mariota after big games. We've lost to Sam Howell after big games. We don't deserve this. What you're trying to put up, we don't know. They need to think our team needs to come out, and I'm, I'm hoping that they, they aren't falling for this. Oh, did you see them blow Is that it? lead? Oh, they've already lost to Washington. Oh, we won our combined score 70 to 10 the first fucking two weeks. <laughs> Who gives a fuck? Who cares? They, we, fan, I mean, no, realistic yeah. Cowboys fans should That's, absolutely get excited about the fact that they're playing good football for two weeks. Absolutely. I get it, but I meant pumping our chest and think you could be happy we're playing. But let's not just say, oh, we're just going to run over the cards now. We're the great – dude, this pull, is, this is my, what – My own receipt on my tweet. About. This is what I, I'm talking about saying, All he's saying is – and I, I get I get what the question is. Um, Look, if Dallas is a good team and if we're for real, okay, you guys – all right, I'm sorry, you froze. If, if, if no. Dallas is, is the team that they are, which they are, we should win this again by by at least 14 points. Sure. And thank 100%. God the athletes and thank God these are professionals, okay? Because all of this type of talk is for sportscasters and ESPN and people that try and make stories out of it. Th- these are professionals. This is a league that these guys are making six figures, mid six figures to seven figures a year. Okay? They're not they're not laying down. And I, and I didn't say the players were laying down. No, I, I, I well, even did. the coaches, nobody's laying down. I'm not saying and that there's like for, for a draft like, pick. 
I mean, look, man, you've seen crazier things. Uh, the tank for Tua That's thing was a thing. People talked about it openly. They got Brian Flores with a fucking lawsuit against the league because he thinks that the owner was telling him to tank games. That, that shit's real, man. No, no, but, but he wasn't tanking here. He, was, he wasn't. But he had an owner saying, hey, listen, you know, if we, do, if we finish here, we that's can get later, this. That's later in the season. I mean, earlier in the season, I don't know, man. I think, Like I said, I would have never thought this had they not made a quarterback switch literally before kickoff on week one. I would have never thought if they had somebody in camp the whole time and say he looks like he can sling it, blah, 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 all that shit. Colt McCoy knows the offense. Yeah. Even if they brought in Josh Dobbs in the spring, I would have bought into it more and saying, hey, listen, they're trying. Maybe Dobbs is a better system guy. Maybe he can run. He can run like Kyler Murray. much time on this conspiracy, okay? It, it, it's, <laughs> it's just a thought. And it's, it, it's a big three. thought. It's a big thought because it, the Cowboys are now playing the, the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, and, and that's it, why I think that it's like, oh, man. Don't fall into this trap, right? It's a, that's what a trap would, game definition is. I would you know? like to, I would like to go back to the last game of the season. Okay, last somehow on the Redskins, right? When if we win that game and Philly loses, we win the division. So I'm tired of people telling me, "Oh, this th that game had no value." We did not know what the final score. The New York Giants, who were they were trying to get in the playoffs as well, and they did, and they did. But I'm just saying, though, like. Let's go back there and listen to how we're talking, and, and it could be very similar. Sam Howe, he's never played a game. Oh, who is this guy? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, we're going to run all over them. Oh, we're going to do this and that. We shouldn't lose this game. We got embarrassed that game because our offense was garbage. Now, now once again, McCarthy's calling them the play calls, hopefully, and that's what I don't want. That's the worst thing ever for a team is when everyone's saying you should blow them out. and when then when then So every time you get the ball, now you're going deep. Now you're you're throwing the ball because you need to live up to those expectations. And before you know it, the Cardinals are right there. No, that's what scares me. That those are the things. That's how you lose these games, man. That's how Buffalo lost to the Jets. All Josh right, so Allen, in that, Josh in Allen that, kept trying to go deep. That's how Kansas City lost to the Lions. In that, in that same breath, do you think the Giants without Saquon Barkley even stand a remote chance against the San Francisco 49ers on Thursday night football? Yes. Yes, they do. I don't know. I'm not. I don't care about. If the yeah. listen, I'll, I'll I'll argue that. I, I mean, I'll tell. I'll I'll back you up on on that, Brett. If the if the Giants go out west and win a game in prime time without their best player, then I'll buy into the fact that maybe Week One was a little bit of a fluke, and the Giants are actually well equipped and they might actually be a contender this year. If they just get the shit kicked out of them and they fall to one and two, and we just right the ship and, and go three and oh and the eagles win another game and the fucking redskins maybe win another game all of a sudden the giants are in the basement and they're looking up at two and a half games because they lost a bunch of interconference games so it's like this is a big game for the giants and I, I didn't mean to segue over the giants but i'm saying the reason why i say that is because i'm, I'm backing up your point keith of saying like this is what happens to those teams they, they, they get these big heads the cowboys have not shown that yet they have not I shown know, a big head but the more you talk, the more you talk about those things, the more that it gets to the team and it gets. <laughs> now, the best part is like, the, uh, Keith's like, the more you talk about it, Sturge, the you. more I, I hate people. this shit. <laughs> people in general. No, I get the it. The more they say, you know what, this is kind of, and, and, and then, bro, you could go, okay? We started out 3-0 uh, and o with Tony Romo, okay? This was 2008. And I still remember we lost to Washington that next, uh, That's that was our first loss to Washington. And we were big favorites in that game, by the way, at home, okay? Forget that. Whatever. Then we go and play Cincinnati. I was at that game. Okay. We, what was Carson Palmer? We won 24 to 10. Mm -hmm. All you could hear that whole week is how bad we sucked because we only beat the Bengals 24 to 14. From there, our season went because every game we were playing, 
We're trying to run up the score. We're trying to beat instead of just winning the game. That's what we need to do is just win the game. Um, I don't want to, I just, the, the, the whole thing of blowing out these teams, I don't care who they are. We are not that. And we will never, there's only one team I've really seen like that. And that was the 2000, the, the Patriots where they beat the shit out of everybody until they played the giants. Oh, oh, seven. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only team I've ever seen do something like that. And look, ever. just based off of press conferences alone and listening to McCarthy and Dak and all this other shit, like those guys and Micah, they're all saying the same thing, you know, like, Hey, it's on Arizona. Let's take care of business. Right. And that's fine. And I'm the same way. I'm not about to sit here and tell you that we should kick the shit out of these guys. I'm the one that's kind of tiptoeing around. I'm like, uh, you know, eh, eh, who knows? But if I'm, if, if I'm, I don't want to, you know, kind of backpedal on my own thoughts. I think the Cardinals are not really a competitive team and they won't be a competitive team for the rest of the season. I truly think that. So therefore, and I say this all the time, good teams beat up bad teams. That's how it should be. That's how it should be. And I say it always happens. I'm saying that's how it should be. Good teams beat the shit out of bad teams. So look, the Cowboys had themselves a battered Jets offense. They scored enough points. They played a good defense. They won the game. They went into that giant game. The Giants were just completely flabbergasted on what was happening to them. Every bounce of the ball was going the Cowboys way. Cowboys pounced. They're 2-0, and right? Or 1-0, and then 2-0. and but I, th I think basically what my brother's saying, and I and I, I agree, is there are no bad teams in the NFL. When you have world class athletes like you have, yeah. and again, man, you know what what makes football a crazy sport. And I think I, I read this years ago. At least nine guys or ten guys have to be doing no nine guys have to have their job done in order for a play to be successful, right? So that means that all that at least nine guys have to be making their blocks, running their routes, or even on defense, you know, uh, not biting on a, on a pump. You know, there, there's so many little factors that go into a football game. And, and it's such a unique sport where, like in baseball or basketball, one guy can change the game, right? Because he's playing defense and offense. It's, it's, it's 11 guys have to be on the same page on both sides of the ball. So, yeah, anything can happen, especially in the NFL. There is no bad teams, right? There are yeah, teams I mean, that, I, that are – I mean, there are teams that went 0-16, like the Lions. That's a bad football team. But, no, <laughs> but no, also, though, also, though, it's like when you look at the level of, of athletic ability, they're not far off of these players. You don't have anything like this. If someone's a better athlete – I know no one can see what I'm doing – it's probably like oh, we're on the premier streaming network. Come on, with, with my, I know. But with my hands, it's probably like an inch more. Yeah. So if this player is playing harder than this player, it's going to show. If you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Does that make sense? What I'm saying. Game bro? of inch, game of inches. But I'm saying though, as far as like athletic ability, like oh yeah, we have all the best players on on tape, on, on paper. But if we're not playing, the, the the other players that are on paper, the team that we're playing, they may not be athletic, but their heart. And their drive, and because they're still athletes, can surpass that athletic ability if yeah. we don't have our head straight. That being said, uh, Keith's about to pick the Cowboys to win by 20. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, look, man, Arizona's in disarray right now, um, you know, uh, but they're, they're still world-class athletes. And, you know, Dallas has to strap it on. Arizona's not going to lay down for a draft pick. And... Um, you know, again, on paper, Dallas should win by two scores. I mean, it should they they should be on paper, but again, you don't know you don't know if somebody makes a mistake. And again, knock on wood, I don't want to give us the malokia, but you know, we got to stay injury free. Right. Uh, there's a lot of factors that come into play, man. Yeah, and um, you know, again, 
what I love is how the players aren't buying into this. They know. And, and <clears throat> you know, look, Dallas has a chip on their shoulder, as they should. And the point I want to bring up, too, about Dak, and I know I, I talked to Keith about this, and he wasn't in two or whatever, in full agreement. But everybody's like, Dak can't win the big one. There's only been four quarterbacks to win the big one since he's been in the league. <laughs> it's Tom Brady, Mahomes, Nick Foles, and uh, Matt Stafford. That's it. Four quarterbacks. Everybody else is second place. And, you know, to to the the offense has a big deal to do with this. Uh, the the play calling, the the um, you know, like I said, this is a different offense, and Dak is gonna perform differently. And well, uh, um, you know, if we if we keep to our game plan, I mean again, they're gonna look at at the defensive strengths and weaknesses, which I haven't really analyzed for the for the uh, Cardinals, but you know. We should, we should, if we're as good and real as we are, we should win by at least two touchdowns. Okay. So let's do that because I have one more topic to bring up outside of the Cardinals game. So let's pick the game. We'll figure out the score. So Brett, you got them winning by two touchdowns because on paper, that's just the way it should be. Um. Yeah. I mean, you know, if, if we're, if we're playing the ball that if, if we're, everybody's playing the way they're supposed to. Okay. Keith, yeah. what do you got? Orange. <laughs> I'm a Grinch. <laughs> God, by, you know, by 20, 25. <laughs> I mean, these, games always, these games always scare me. Just like, of course, you know, we when have we're PTSD with this team, bro. When we were rolling and we're playing Washington on Monday night and they don't have their starter, Colt McCoy comes in third string. We're supposed to win. And not only we lose that game, I meant these are the kind of games that Sam Howell comes in and we lose the Sam Howell. I meant let's just hope this is a different team <laughs> that we do not fall for what the, the whole arrogance thing that starts is spewing that we should be killing these teams. Um, not you start, sorry, but everybody's <laughs> saying that we should be, I hope that is not, not affecting everybody. and seeping into their head, um, into our team's head. So <sighs> shoosh, man, shoosh. I see, I see a, I see a close game at first, obviously kind of like the jets a little bit, a little more offense on, on the Cardinal side though, than the jets. Um, I would say 20, 20 to twenty to six or twenty to seven. Twenty to seven. Cowboys yeah. went by thirteen. I, I, said we, two scores. I said we put up there. I think it might be like 35, 10. All right. So that's a twenty five. That's three scores. Yeah, no, I, I think I think again, Dallas ha, has something to prove. Yeah. They're not they're not falling into all this 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 talking points. I think man. yeah. I, I think that the, that's exactly what's gonna be the topic of next week where, you know, the other talking heads are going to be like, well, it's the Cardinals. Well, that's fine. You know, but if they go out and kick the shit out of another team, right? Like three weeks in a row. Now you guys are, you guys are perfect examples of what everybody else should be talking about. Meaning world-class athletes and there's no bad teams, all this other stuff that you guys just said. Then that means if the Cowboys go out there and handle business three weeks in a row handedly, then the Cowboys are, probably the best team in football right now. And that's not, I'm not being out of pocket there. Nah. I think the Cowboys can score 31 on these guys. And I think they'll give up 10, 13. Yes. So then you're going to be looking at different things. I know you don't like combined scores, but you're going to be looking at a hundred to 30. You know what I mean? So, or a hundred to 20. You know what though, Sturch? Yeah. You're saying that, but we forget how many points came from defense. How many points, I mean, how many short fields we had on turnovers. It's, it's not going to be. And that's another thing. Game. That's, but that's another thing, Brett. You bring up a good point. If it is a short field, 
good teams cash in on the short fields. That's what the Cowboys have done. They've done that. Yeah, but uh, I mean, look, I'm 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 saying is that it's it's week three. It's not like we're in week twelve or this could be a track game. Um, you know, uh, but it's it's not. Sometimes these scores are not as easy as the game was. No, of course you know, not. One play, one two plays. I mean, like like for instance, the Jets were not. That one play gave them seven points. Correct, so, and it was 18-10 you know, at half. So I'm just like, okay, they're one score down. This isn't this isn't over. But by a long right. shot, it's not over. Just just be prepared for the if that if even if whether whether we win by three or win by thirty, it doesn't matter. No, that's no. what if we win by thirty. It, it, oh, it's, it's just because it was the cards. If we win by three, oh, it's just the cards, and you only won by three. I so agree. I agree with Keith. I agree. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly too. Let's just win the a, fucking game for 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 uh, for stat boys and 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 FS1 hosts and all this other shit. It don't matter what the Cowboys do this week. If they win, little, big, doesn't matter. The three and zero, they're still fraudulent. They're going to talk about that. The famous meme, right? Which one? Their first win against the one and three team. The second win against some Aaron Rodgers uh, 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 less Jets. Oh, the third against the zero and three Cardinals. Are they really contenders? You're going to no, see all that not. shit. It's like they did with the Eagles last year, if you remember. Yeah, yeah they remember. had that meme with the Eagles. Every win they had. They had an excuse next to it for the Eagles, but guess what? The Eagles still made the Super Bowl and should have won. Yeah, not wrong. Well, I don't know about should have won. Yeah, no, they should have won. I don't know that either. But. No, dude, listen, I hate them, but they should have won. But go ahead. You're, you're, you're. What I love about McCarthy is he does play old school type football, and um, you know this spread offense, big plays, opening them up. No, just run the ball, keep them on their toes. You know, and uh, slow and steady, we should win. Um, again, too, what people don't realize, when you jump up on a team, now they're playing comeback football. Yeah. So that's why you didn't see the Jets run that much. Exactly. They that's have to pass, right? right? And and again, if you jump up early, it's a different game. Right. Prediction. But as long as we stick to this game plan and, and we chip away, you know, you'll see most of the points coming later in the game. All right, so a you quick know, prediction. When you want to quick. put them away. Or, to both you guys. Wait, or they're going for it on fourth down. Right. Quick prediction for both you guys, Brett and Keith. God bless you over there, uh, Grinch. <laughs> um, Keith, I'll start with you. We yeah. win the toss. We taking the ball or are we going on defense? I'm curious. Are we, you mean, are we, are we taking the, oh, we're taking, we, I win, think we, we win the toss we'll and the we get to choose. All right, so you're going back on offense. Ball. Same shit as last week. So, Brett. I know this is like minuscule. I'm just curious. We taking the ball? We're we going on defense, and I'm going to rock them first. Uh, I, I mean, I don't know. Right. I don't know. I mean, I think it's irrelevant. Both both have positives. Both have negatives. I mean, I would like to see us get the ball, sure. and you know, take control, drive down the field, get the defense seething. Hold on, bro. Do you know the one player? Do you know one player on their defense? Don't say anything, Sturge. Mm-hmm. On the Cards defense. Uh, names now. You do know one, and he's a beast, and we wanted to draft him. Tell him who it oh. is. Bro. Oh no! I mean, this is this is your linebacker from Texas A and M. Collins. Remember yeah. David Collins? It was Micah Parsons, and then we wanted. Collins. We, were, we had the, the fan club started here on the Jersey Boy podcast. Like there was nobody else 
Dude, Collins is a badass. That's, see, that's a baller right there. We got to watch out for. All right. Well, we'll, well see. Well, you know, too, like for me, um, I'm not a fantasy guy. I don't I don't care about that stuff. I, I don't fantasy's not really for defense either, bro. I'm not calling you. I'm just saying, like, I, I'm just letting you know that he's on the team, somebody that you were impressed yeah. with in college. We'll keep his eye on. We'll keep an eye yeah. on for him. So one last thing before we get out of here. Today it was officially announced uh the nominees for the 2024 Hall of Fame. Our boy. Tony Romo is officially on the ballot. Now, it's nice. A nomination is nice. You guys are in Hollywood. You know the deal. Like, if, even if you're nominated for an Academy Award, it's a pretty fucking cool thing. Mm-hmm. Keith, I'll start with you. Is Tony Romo a Hall of Famer? Is he? Do I think he is? Yes, but I don't think he's a Hall ever get in. Okay. so it's, He it's might cool. get in on a broadcasting career later and sure. playing career, like that type of thing. Mm-hmm. But on strictly playing, they'll never put him in ever. And uh, definitely not a first ballot. But I, first, I, It's probably not going to be a first ballot. But, but like, I would I would say he's definitely a ring of honor guy. And and I always say this about Romo. You know, uh, if, if I had to pick, he's still my favorite Cowboys quarterback um, that I've ever played. Ever? I wouldn't start him over Aikman. I wouldn't definitely start him over Staubach. But he's one of my favorites. So, uh, you know, but as far as Hall of Fame goes, I mean, statistically, that, that's that's gone askew in, in this modern era of football anyways, yeah. man. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it's so easy to, especially in the de- era he was playing, you know, all those spread offenses. And, you know, it, it just, there, there's a lot to that than, than just. Yeah, I think. Normal. I think the best way to do it now, because someone put a, a a Joe Flacco and a Troy Aikman comparison on Chop Sports, and I'm <laughs> like, it's a diff. If you're going to compare quarterbacks, you got to compare quarterbacks in the same era. That's the only way you can do it. You can't take Joe Montana and put Blake Bortles and show Blake Bortles showing throwing for five thousand yards and showing <laughs> Joe Montana never throwing for five thousand. Like, no, you just you got to take quarterbacks in the same era if you're going to compare them. And that's and, stat wise. And the other thing is that's all positions across the board, by the way. I agree. I, I agree. I was very fortunate. I know it's a different sport, but you know, doing that thing for Joe Torrey and, and for the uh, Dodgers talking to the older players, it's, it's the other way around. And it, even in football, it, it's not the question of the, could those guys play back then? And a lot of them couldn't because you're going up against defensive units that, you know, you don't really see like that anymore. That would be just imagine now you had a quarterback playing against maybe five or six defenses that are as dominant as the Cowboys and and the Niners are now, right? You're looking at uh, physical football. You're looking at, you know, guys like Ronnie Lott and Steve Atwater and, uh, you know, John Lynch. You're looking at guys that were like, let him catch the ball. He ain't coming yeah. across the middle again. You know Have you I seen mean? those commercials with, with uh, Randy Moss and Emmett Smith and all those other guys yeah. trying to get back and play? Dan Marino's doing like the whole glasses thing. You can't even read the card. But like, I don't, it's not it's not wrong. You know, these guys are like, nah, we're good. <laughs> we'll I don't, don't want to speculate. I don't want to speculate how many yards Dan Marino would throw for in today's <laughs> offenses and with these. 7,500 a year. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a different game they're playing. And, and you know, when, when you talk to older players, like I would love to get you. Jesse Holly's opinion on this, but you know, um, these older players were playing a way different game, man. And let me tell you, it wasn't easy to get three or four yards back then. And it wasn't easy to, to, to hit, to hit somebody long or, you know, it just was a different game. So it was either yesterday or two days ago. Um, a, a very prominent Twitter page put out 
this day on this day and it was like i think the this is gonna i'm gonna fuck this up but as far as the year anniversary it was on the day was the jesse holly play against the 49ers it was the anniversary wow. yesterday so we got the story here on the jersey boys podcast that's so. the mistake though that everybody is still looking forward to this cowboys niners game as long as the cowboys aren't looking forward to this cowboys niners game and looking forward to the cardinals cowboys game i week to week i have a text with my buddy evan who's a big 49er fan he goes so Week five will be interesting, huh? I was like, that's cool. I'm in week three. I don't know about you. <laughs> I was like, I'm not looking past the fucking Cardinals, and I think they're tanking right now, and I still think this is horrible. So, Dude, look, man, you know, we, we're we we're in a good position as far as this team goes, and I think all the years and all the hate and all the criticism, I mean, even Dak, bro, in those press conferences, he's he's very serious. He's very businesslike. Did you see it? You did, you hear, did you hear this last one? No. Well, well asked, the only but, thing I, I was watching was when he said he was disappointed that we had, uh, you know, 15, uh, 15 no, points. But there was one thing where they, they mentioned you didn't turn the ball over, uh, you know, like last year. And he goes, well, what about the year before that? And the year before that? And the year before that? And he's like, I guess when you lead the league in interceptions, that's ones that you're never going to get rid of it. But, you know, I'm not I'm not turnover prone. Like, this is not who I am. So but I I just, keep- he, he looked right at Todd Archer of ESPN. He's like, fuck yourself, bro. What are you talking about? <laughs> But Love the it. other thing, though, is that, and again, I, I hate when people say it's Dak hate. It's not hate. And if Dak is the athlete that I know he is, he you should understand why people have those questions. You should he should understand. It's because you know, look, there is a pattern. And you know, when you're a professional or, or want to be the best at anything you do, you 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 improve on what you didn't do in the past, mm. and that goes across the board for any profession. So, mm-hmm. and, oh. no, but I'm saying when, when, when play, pe- people are questioning that, you can't be like, oh, they're hating. They're not hating. It's just criticizing. It's, it's criticizing based on a pattern. Sure. So ahead, I have a, so I came over there. I got a, uh, is conundrum, is it called? Is that how you say it? Conundrum? <laughs> Damn, oh. Hey, don't disrespect us with big words. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck is this, so, <laughs> What do you no. think this is? So, um, <laughs> my daughter, right? Uh-oh. She loves her and I go to Halloween Horror Nights every, every, uh, every for the last three years, every year. And it's going to land Halloween. on the 49er game, and you're going to have to say no. <laughs> so, the only time we could go, um, was the Sunday night against the San Francisco 49ers. Oh, god, the only because they're all sold out. So, she's like, Dad, Dad, whatever the date is. And I'm like, All right. And the first thing, of course, I do is look at the Dallas Cowboys schedule. Oh, and people think I'm nuts when I do that. Okay. And I'm like, oh, I said, the Cowboys are playing the Niners. She's like, oh, but I got the tickets anyway, and I'm going. So I'm going to be at Halloween Horror Nights. Listen, because to me, it goes, this is my order. My kids, the Cowboys, then my wife. In that order. (laughs) So So, my order order is the kids, the Cowboys, my wife's somewhere down here. (laughs) I'll figure it out. She's a a fucking saint, dude. Don't even try it. But yeah, so I'll be watching it on on my Fubo, waiting in lines and shit, and going through the hard mazes. Oh man, so so we got to really like like really refrain from texting you. I mean, this is not text me or anything. This is worse than this is worse than under the couch. Yeah, I can't even do that because I got to have my phone watching. So you're a little. You know, I can't tell you how much money this team's cost me because, like, (laughs) if I don't have a Sunday show and there's a chance I might miss a flight or I have to fly in and not see the game. I'll stay an extra night just to watch the game. <laughs> Dude, you don't understand. And, you know, that's not on the club. That's not in my pocket. People want to go to Disney. People want, I just was down the shore over the weekend. I was down in uh, Point Pleasant over the weekend 
And the first time, like, hey, we got the shore house. It's going to be so much fun. Bring all the kids, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, y'all want to go to the beach or something at like four o'clock? Because <laughs> that, that'd be great if you guys just leave the fucking house. Um, and then and obviously we got a Disney trip coming up in December. Ready for this? This is the saint that she is. We're leaving on the Friday after we play the Titans on December. Like the, we have a Thursday night football game after we play the Washington Redskins commanders on Thanksgiving. Then the following week, I believe we play some uh, Minnesota. I don't even know. I, I just like it's, it's passing me by. But anyway, mm-hmm. we're, we're leaving on that Friday morning driving like savages that we are instead of flying, which is I can't even get remotely get behind that idea. But then we're coming back on the next Saturday. So it's like I'm not missing any Cowboys action for Disney. So. That, but, that's how I roll over here. Folks. Really quick, I have a uh, Brett's mom is here. She wants to make a prediction of the game. <laughs> wait, her mouth is full of food again. Hold on, wait. <laughs> and she just grabbed another wing. Mrs. Ernst, Carol, for the love of God, get over here. <laughs> hey, look, screw that though. I'm, I'm. I, I say we just. You know, that's the other thing too. Uh, Washington. The, you think that Denver was trying to tank? No. Because I think Denver is actually a legitimately decent team with, with a new head coach, and I don't think Russ stinks. Because it's kind of the same thing happened with Denver and Washington that happened with. Uh, no, but that, then maybe Washington might be actually pretty good. They came Washington. back twice. Washington. <laughs> you like that? Maybe Washington. <laughs> Christopher Walken. Hey, how's you that? Uh, Walken was more. Uh, oh my God! No, nah, man. We'll listen, bro. Don't like I said, man. It's too oh. early to be crowning. No, nah, listen. Uh, there's Eagles no crown. Are 2-0, Washington's 2-0. Giants are 1-1. One one. I think the more alarming part about the NFL right now are there's there's really good teams that are that are 0-2 right now. And it's, it's Minnesota, it's 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 Kellen Moore's new offense over there in, in LA. They're 0-2. You know, so Cincinnati Bengals are 0-2. They're 0-2 last year. Offense, though, so you know they're deep. No, they're I think that, they're, that's I think, a track meet over there. Yeah. I think Dallas is tuning out all these talking heads that are even the power rankings, and they're just let's get down to business. Like man. us, we're just talking. Heads. No, man, look, I'm, I'm 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 staying grounded, and and when I when wow. I said we were going seven and zero, I wasn't just saying that to be a homer. All right, I've I've I watched our a lot of our training camp live. Um, you know, uh, like I said, I really think that this is going to be a good run for us this year if we stay to the game plan, man. We shall see. We shall see. But it goes down this uh, Sunday, week three, Cardinals game in Temp- Tempe. I don't even know if they still play in Tempe. That's where they won the Super Bowl last. So if anybody uh, has any historians out there, the last time we were in Cardinals and won a really big game out there, 95. Um, but in any event, we all got the Cowboys winning, should win, should be 3-0 the next time we talk to you guys. We shall see how this all plays out. For Dave Sturcio, Brett, and Keith Ernst, this has been another installment of the Jersey Boys podcast. We'll see you guys next time. Go Cowboys. Hey, this is Tony Soprano, and you're listening to Jersey Boys Podcast with your hosts, Dave Sturgeo and the Ernst Boys. I mean, I could give a shit about the Cowboys. We're in New Jersey. These guys got balls being Cowboys fans in Jersey. Anyways, enjoy. Well, whatever. How about this, Cowboys?